T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to Undergroundopolis. Here we are with Carpet Dime from Stockholm, Sweden. They've agreed to meet me at a, well, I guess it's a reasonable hour for them. <laughs> this is this will be a pre-recorded video because, because of the huge time difference, and I'm very grateful that they came on the show. Um, 
but they have agreed that if you have any questions or anything, they will come back and check the video and answer your questions, which is very awesome of them. And we're going to go ahead and bring them right on. Hey. Okay. Let's, <laughs> hey. Let's do this here. Come on. There we go. There, there we, we go. go. <laughs> that looks better. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start out with the easy questions. How did mm -hmm. Carpet Dime come together? Uh, well, basically, um, uh, I started the band 2014 uh, after oh, wow. a major uh, depression, actually. So I, I needed to find something to, to like um, uh, motivate me to keep on going. Uh, and uh, I started the band uh, with uh, just some ads, actually, on the Internet, starting to meet people, hiring some uh, uh, rehearsal rooms with equipment. Uh, so that I could try out uh, guitarists, bass, uh, ah, bass players, and uh, drummers. How did a... Well, what? Should... <laughs> Lost my place a second there. Uh, if there were, if there were somebody you you could narrow down, like a, you saw somebody on stage or on TV, or anything like like that. And you said, I want to do that. I want to be a musician. Yeah. Who, would that, who would that influence be? Well, I think there may, might be uh, different answers for yeah. the two of us. That's fine. Yeah. It can, be, uh, yeah. it can, it can I, be more than one answer, too. Yeah, I, I grew up with the whole uh, Seattle scene, uh, the grunge scene in the, like 92. <laughs> and so maybe Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Alice in Chains, all those bands were... But I started playing a bit before that, uh, like Sex Pistols, uh, punk rock uh, kind of music. Uh, but that was mostly because my friend liked it. <laughs> I was more into grunge, but I started playing bass in a punk band for when I was like 12, 13, maybe. Yeah, and for my sake, yeah, um, for me, it started actually with uh, Europe. Uh, Joey Tempest hitting it right there, you wow. know. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, I remember the time. Actually, the first time I heard it was when my dad was moving and all, he has all of his moving boxes all over the living room. And, you know, I was everywhere picking up stuff and placing them at the wrong places. So he was like, Lynn, sit still in the sofa. And I was like, okay, I can do that. Uh, but I couldn't. So I kept on running up, you know, and then he got pretty angry with me. So he was like, Lynn, sit the fuck down, you know, and I was like, okay, I can do that. Still, I couldn't. So he was like, okay, I have to like keep her still in some way. So he put on these huge phones and then he started uh, Europe uh, with the final countdown. And I sat there uh, the whole, the whole uh, vinyl long. And then I went up for the first time and went, flipped it to the B side, you know, at the age of mm -hmm. five, you know, that was the first <laughs> time. And I remember it so well. So yeah, it started with Europe and Joey Tempest. And from now on, it's uh, Lisa Hale from Hailstorm. Yeah, I think I think she wants to have my baby or something like that. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you wish maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's cool. Well, I, I can't say that that actually bring it up. I kind of hear the hear the Europe influence. <laughs> yeah, a little a little bit in your singing style. Now, now that that yeah. she brought it brought it up. I, I never thought about it to just now. I was like, I can, I can hear that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Good, that was good stuff. I, I was, I was, yeah. I was ten when that was out, probably. <laughs> so. All right. Yeah. I I actually started listening to Hailstorm 
just recently, like three, three, four years ago. So I started the band before, and then I started listening to Hailstorm afterwards. So yeah, was yeah. How how would you describe Carpet Dimes music? Energetic. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I think we have so many different uh, influences, like. The guitarist is really like inspired by Slash. Yeah, and, at the, moment, uh, yeah. We, the drummer is more like into stoner metal and heavier stuff. So we kind of blend a lot of styles together, I think. Yeah. Uh, trying to not write the same song twice. <laughs> trying. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Drummers in metal, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Drummers always want to play metal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> Do you have a particular creative process? The songs? Yes, yes. And no, it's been uh, kind of differently, actually. Uh, sometimes someone has this uh, whole song idea, uh, maybe the structure, and then everyone put their music to it and, you know, um, uh, interpreting their their way of the song. Uh, and sometimes we build it in the in the rehearsal room together, starting from a jam, picking up some some cool melodies or riffs, licks and so on. Yeah. Who, who would you most like to collaborate with? We're starting to get to a little bit difficult, difficult questions. <laughs> what does it make you think? Who I would like to, like other bands or like uh, in the industry, like companies and so on. Yeah, that's, it's, it's your, it's, it's an open question, and you can All answer right. however you like. Okay. Yeah, okay. So uh, I would like to, you know, uh, Napalm Records, uh, that label would be cool to cooperate, cooperate with. But we're in the wrong genre for that. But I think all the things that they're doing is so cool, you know. And In Flames, I would really like to work with In Flames. Still the wrong genre. <laughs> 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 uh, and then, uh, yeah, Hailstone, still. Yeah. What record company? I'm going for that. <laughs> I'm going for that pitch. What? What? Which record company? Uh, Napalm Records. Okay. It's a Scandinavian. Oh. Yeah. Well, how about you? Since it yeah. is my show, we get to talk about my favorite <laughs> song, and that's "The yeah. Sky Is a Neighborhood." Is there? Uh -huh. Do we have a story behind that song? Yeah, I can tell you a story. <laughs> it's not ours. <laughs> It's uh, Foo Fighters, so that's just a... Uh, is it uh, really? Yeah, so thank you for choosing the only song that is oh, not ours. Oh, man. That's your favorite song, yeah. We, I can we, feel we, that one, you know? We don't mind taking credit for that song. It's okay, but maybe David Grohl would feel differently. Yeah, but you like Nirvana and Dave Grohl, so... Yeah, you know, I like Dave, so. Dave Grohl, everything he does, you know, from yeah. Nirvana that's to Foo Fighters, so... That's the second time I've done that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah, the whole time I've been doing this, this is the second time I picked a cover. <laughs> okay. yeah, maybe maybe to go back to the previous question, we would like to collaborate with Dave Grohl. So if, yeah! he, if he's listening, now he can contact us. Yeah, Dave, hit my number. <laughs> he wouldn't yeah. mind at all. <laughs> uh, I've tried to contact him. He ignores the hell out of me. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just keep trying. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Well, okay. what what would what would be your favorite song to perform live? Perform live. Yeah, from our songs. Uh, well, it depends on the mood, really. But 
to contrast is one of my favorites, I think, live. Mm. Um, How come is that? I don't know. It's I like the raw energy of the riff. It's very like driving, uh, punchy. We usually open our gigs with that one. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a perfect song to get rid of the nerves you have before going on stage. Yeah. <laughs> I must say, it's like uh, we got this song that's not released yet. It's called uh, Hear My Thunder. And it's a yeah. lot of energy in that one. It yeah. really gets the audience going. And it's, you know, driven and it's punchy. And I got to play the electric guitar in that one. So I'm spoiling it right now because, um, yeah, I started to play the guitar at the, the latest gig of ours. So it feels great. Would you say that you prefer the studio or the stage? Stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the stage. We're definitely a live band. <laughs> well, definitely. You don't like the studio? I love the studio. I'm a, like a home studio nerd. Uh, so I have my own home studio uh, but since the band is like based on very high energy music uh, i think uh, does the live setting does it more justice it's, it's more adapted for live yeah <laughs> no i don't like the studio at all actually <laughs> <laughs> because that's permanent i don't either. you know you, you do not exactly you do it like it's it's permanent you know you do it and it's there uh, at live you can like do it and it's gone you know so uh, yeah. it's a lot of pressure in the studio, like every time. And uh, so... But you can't do multiple takes live. No, so I cannot. It's... But <laughs> I, I don't know. No, I don't like the studio at all. And I'm like never satisfied with the product either because I'm really picky and super like perfectionist. So I'm like never get things done, you know. I just change, I just change. Yeah. So what would you say is your what's your favorite show you've played oh. hmm. <laughs> one of my favorite it, questions yeah uh all right it i would say uh, forever rock festival we played this summer because it was like the first opportunity to play live after the pandemic and well we're still in the pandemic but it was outside and it was like uh, in sweden at least we had like a lower level of uh, spreading of uh, the pandemic so it was allowed <laughs> uh, and uh, it was really fun mm -hmm. to get out of the rehearsal room and play live for once mm -hmm. for me I must say uh, in Gothenburg I think we were playing at this um, pretty small place actually down in the basement and uh, then all of a sudden everything closed they turned off the lights and they told everyone to go down in the basement mm -hmm because we weren't allowed to be seen from the street view for anyone. So they closed the whole bar, the whole restaurant closed and everyone went downstairs. It was really crowded, and people were like smoking inside, though it's not uh, legal in Sweden. And, you know, <laughs> they were selling their own booze, homemade, you know, it was super fun. And everyone, you know, was shitty, it was crowded, it was smelly, it was sweaty, but you know, the, the feeling was there. It was super live and super great audience. Everyone was partying with everyone. Back to the 80s. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was like one of the best gigs, uh, I must say. But also when we were in London, that was also a great gig. Oh, wow. Mm, yeah. Well, tell me about the London show. 
Uh, okay, we were in, in London and uh, Birmingham. Uh, in Birmingham, we played at the Flapper, where uh, Ozzy Osbourne first started to play with his band. So uh, that was pretty cool, uh, like historic thing, you know, to sit in, in the same sofa, go backstage in the same backstage, you know. Uh, so that was kind of uh, a travel to rock history in some kind of way. And the audience was fantastic. Uh, they were like, you know, really... Um, genuine and energetic and uh, committed to the to the stage uh, open-minded you know a, a real good uh, collaboration with the audience both in, in Birmingham and in London so that was Man, good. I bet that was great <laughs> yeah yeah it was it's, yeah okay here's the counter question what what is your least favorite performance least. one of my another favorite question <laughs> Right. Hmm. Uh, personally, uh, my worst was uh, the audition for Carpet Time. Uh, I went uh, <laughs> to audition and uh, on the first, I think the fourth bar of the first song, I broke my the A string on the bass and I didn't have uh, spare strings with me. Who does that? So the string I, I is like this thick. My audition was like 50, 15 and seconds and then... We had to restart the uh, next day, yeah. next week. <laughs> yeah, it was embarrassing. <laughs> but um, I'm still in the band, so. I, yeah, how do know. you break, break a bass string? Yeah, uh, and the A, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of Iron Maiden's music, but Steve Harris is maybe one of my role models when it comes to technique, <laughs> like attacking the strings more. Like I don't I don't pluck the strings, I attack them. Oh my god! So. Yeah. But it never happened before or after. It was the only time I broke the A string playing <laughs> on a bass. Unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For me, okay. Uh, um, okay, the first gig that we had was on a Thursday night, uh, 2300. And, you know, tried to get some friends to come. And I think it was like, seven people in the audience <laughs> and uh, we sucked that was like our first gig and you know it sounded terrible and no one came and uh, I just wanted to you know eat up my arm or something or just all of a sudden disappear for some reason so that was not fun at all yeah it probably wasn't bad <laughs> we always think our gigs are bad <laughs> no but you know the first time it's like when you're losing your virginity it's kind of the same thing you know, you have these huge expectations. Everyone's talking about it the first time. You're going there and it's like, suck, super, suck, suck, suck. And when you, and you don't know that it sucked because it was the first time. So you think it's good. But then when you do it the second time or the third, then you see like, ah, okay, that one sucks, you know? <laughs> so you get it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Super honest. Too honest, maybe. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, Did you lose your grip, dude? No, no, I was just reeled in. And, and, uh, uh, that was a great answer. <laughs> if if you could work with any producer, who who would that be? Any producer? Hmm. Tough question. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. A lot of. A lot of good producers out there, of course. I must say, Dave Grohl. 
as a producer, you know. Yeah, we'll go back to him. Yeah, I'm Just going back safe, to Dave. Safe bet. <laughs> I'm going back to Dave. Yeah. All right. Have Have you ever uh, bought an album with your own money, or a cassette, or a CD? Listened to it and immediately threw it out the window. Mm. No. That's just, that's just a metaphor. You know? no. Something you got and you just absolutely hate it after you listen to it. You know, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have. I just remember which one. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I'm, I don't think it's good to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. Is it, is it more embarrassing than losing your virginity? But, no, but, <laughs> it's like, but I mean, yeah, sometimes you, you, you know, you dig a band and you're waiting for the next release and oh. you're super hyped about it. And then you, you buy the thing and it's not what you expected, you know, still, you don't want to buy the same CD twice because then you can just uh, double it, you know, but, but you still want it to be in the same you know, uh, kind of same uh, genre or style. It, do you know what I mean? You know, when I, when a band just go all of a sudden, just whoop, to another uh -huh, track, yeah. you know, do a whole new brand thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I remembered one, one time actually now, uh, when I was a teenager, it was a nineties band, like one hit wonder called Bush in the nineties. In the and I, I found a CD with a, it says Bush uh, in like a discount bin at the record store. And I bought it without listening to it. And there was, I, when I got home, it, I realized it was, it was another band called Bush from the 70s. It wasn't even the same band, but they oh, were right. the same name. <laughs> and it was crap. <laughs> okay. And then you threw it out the window. I can't remember. No. I don't think, I, I think I. Okay. Gave it to someone I didn't like or something. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Listen to this one. It's great. You know? <laughs> Bush was yeah. a one-hit wonder? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I think here it was kind of a one-hit wonder. Like, uh, I, I don't think even... I was like minus five or something at yeah, that time. You weren't, yeah. No, I was born. I was born. You were born, but not maybe. You were listening I, to Europe. Stuff. I was still in the sofa listening to Europe. Yeah. <laughs> I saw them. I saw them live once at the Razorblade Suitcase tour at Veruca Salt Open Forum. It was a really good show. <laughs> yeah. Who? Bush or uh, Europe? Yeah, Veruca Bush. Salt. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, B Bush and Veruca Salt was the show. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. It was really cool. great. They were really great. Uh, yeah. What do you have? You have a, a full length EP. What do you have out? Yeah, we have one full length. Uh, it's called uh, Scars Devoted. And we got one EP. Uh, it's called Carpet Time. And then uh, we have some singles. What's the, Which was the latest? The latest one was the e e EP. The EP, yeah. And what's it, what's it called? It's self-titled, so it's uh, Carpet Time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll tell it. Tell us a little about that. Uh, yeah, we hit the studio in May or April, I think, uh, before going to England. And um, we recorded it at um, the Rango studio here in Stockholm. 
and it was um, Andreas uh, Quincy Dahlbeck who recorded it, and then it was um, the mix of uh, Ronnie Lachti on the EP. Uh, but we had one track that we also recorded with Andreas uh, in Durango uh, that we didn't think we didn't thought that it uh, like um, matched with the EP, so we we uh, released it separately as a uh, single, and uh, that single is mixed by Lennart Östlund. It's called the uh, Magpies, and it's also mixed at a mix table from um, 19, uh, 1981, I think, or seventy nine. It's the same mix table like uh, ABBA and Led Zeppelin. Uh, uh, Actually, Poison and uh, Britney uh, Spears Clark used. Studios. Yeah, yeah. So it's an uh, analog mix table. So I'm super proud uh, because now it's not used anymore. It's now in an ABBA museum in Stockholm. So uh, yeah, we, can we, we can we can never do it. We can never do it again. Museum to record. What? You broke into the museum to record. No, we, didn't. we asked for permission. <laughs> No, but that's that's really cool, actually. I forgot I forgot about Abba being from over there. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. The only thing that we're proud of. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that can't be true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we, is it available on vinyl? No. Uh, just yet. Spotify. Oh, so it is on Spotify, Band Bandcamp, and all that. You got a bank? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We got every stream service, and uh, we got a physical CD available. Mm. Let's see. So, what's? Well, can we expect the tour? Yeah. Yeah, we have some uh, plans for next year. Uh, mostly gigs in Sweden and Poland. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it will add up. Maybe some other dates but yeah we got some like uh, yeah most of it in Stockholm though but uh, yeah some in Poland as well during Easter um, but not uh, uh, like bigger than that because it's like really hard now since the pandemic just started to release a little but now it seems like it's tightening up in Europe again so uh, we don't know for sure how it's gonna be yeah well nothing's certain right now that's what that's what got this show started <laughs> mm -hmm. It started because uh, of uh, the pandemic. Yeah, pretty ah. much. <laughs> okay, how come is that? <laughs> well, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't go play, so I just started interviewing people. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you play as well. Yeah. What do you play? I play bass. Huh? I play bass. I have, I have a, I'm in a couple of different bands over here. Yeah. Did you break yeah. the A string? No, I haven't. I haven't broken an A string in a. Uh -huh. I, I probably have before at one time <laughs> or another. <laughs> okay, you have to link us your music later on so we can listen to it. Oh, it's something. <laughs> it, it would be fun. It's fun. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What's What's next for you? What's next? Actually, tonight we're going at this Christmas dinner party <laughs> at. Uh, a place where uh, there's a, a MC club that is booking us for the next year and they invited the band for the Christmas party. So after this show, we're going directly to the to the Christmas dinner. Biker, wow. biker. Club. Yeah, the biker, the bikers. That's hard. Uh, yeah, that's hard rock. Uh, and later on, we have this uh, gig in Luleå up north of Sweden in January. So that's uh, yeah, coming up. Pl planning for uh, 
doing a recording session in February. I yeah. Think. Going to the studio to yes. record the new songs. Ah, we got mm -hmm. another album coming out. Hopefully. <laughs> when you get close to the date, be sure to let me know and we'll we'll promote it on here. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you wanna wanna add anything before we wrap this up? Uh, I want to thank you for hosting us. Great job of yours. Had a great time. Like, uh, really fun to, to be a part thank, of this. Thank you guys so much for a great interview. Um, give, give, plug in your, your band camp address real quick or your website or whatever. Yeah. I will fix it. Now, now? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. In the chat. Okay. Okay. This is a sound switch to when we type in. There you go. And I can. No, uh, it's not. It didn't show up. It didn't. This carpetime.se. No. Oh, oh, hold on. Carpetime.se. Yeah. Let's see here. I can. I can make this work. Okay. <laughs> Great, because we can. <laughs> I just never thought I never thought of trying to do that before. Never? Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah. I learned something. That's great. <laughs> Comments. Okay, maybe I can't. Uh was um, yeah, www.carpetdime.se. There we go. That's, yeah, that's our website. 